from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Can you hear me now? Are you okay? Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Happy, humid Saturday morning. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, the only essential radio show to make it through the entire pandemic without ever having to leave the studio. (laughs) Uh, We are here uh, in St. Petersburg, broadcasting live from the BZ Broadcasting Center, and uh, we welcome you in on this beautiful Saturday morning. I expect a little rain maybe this afternoon. Hopefully, we'll get a little bit more over here in Pine Hillish County because it's still dry in my, my yard. I'm waiting for a wildfire to keep kicking up every once in a while. It's been kicking at my place. Oh, there's Bill George. He made oh. it in all the way back from Pennsylvania. Didn't I, did I say it right? Pennsylvania? Yeah. Isn't that how you the people say The funny thing it? was, I came back, and as soon as I got back, my wife went up there. Well, that should tell you something. <laughs> And to fill in for uh, Jonathan, who's up in Bluntstown, uh, gathering more pork as the prices climb higher, is Mr. Vince. Yeah, can you believe it? The Don of Indian Rocks Beach Noble is actually here in the studio. Good morning, good morning. He's not up at 4 a.m. puking his lungs out. God, dude, let's not talk about that. We're actually going to call Captain Greg later. Uh, we're gonna have a Why are we going to bring him into your nightmare? Because he was the problem. How is he the well, problem? He he didn't bring the bottle of uh, uh, of the evil spirits to your uh, little uh, soiree. It wasn't a soiree. It was just I, me and him drinking. All I turned to, <laughs> I heard on the news today the words blue-green algae in Palm Beach, and I had nothing to think about but big sugar. Can you make rum out of that? <laughs> I was just going to say, hi, really? <laughs> really? We're starting off that early in the morning and busting my chops. You know what? I, I bet if you get Dean Palmer, Dean Earl, and Mike Cotterman together, they could probably produce some sort of spirit out we of blue-green like algae. The blue rum. The I think they already have that. The green room? Wait, what is uh, Kenny Chesney's? Oh, yeah, blue, blue chair. chair yeah, Kenny's is blue chair. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I heard the uh, blue, uh, uh, there was a little spike in the red tide uh, background over by the Piney Point area. So, of course, now all the alarms and bells and whistles are going off and uh, all these um, guides and uh, Better get your trout fishing in now because oh, they're going to be trying to close it down again. Yeah, all these media types are, are all already screaming the sky is falling. So <clears throat> I noticed a spike yesterday in, in uh, saltwater fishing license sales. Had quite a few of them yesterday. And uh, talking to some folks, it's funny you mention it because that literally was the premise behind them buying their fishing licenses. Of course. <clears throat> I want to go catch them. Before they're all belly up. That is true. I want to go catch them, put some in the freezer, have some on the grill, do whatever before uh, you, you can't eat them. Well, have you noticed on social media all of a sudden everybody's posting their redfish pictures? Oh, yeah. You know, they're everybody's non-existent. Got, yeah, there's plenty out there. Well, people. the only person I know of in the entire uh, Bay Area that uh, seems to catch them on a religious basis is Jim Pollard. Captain Jim Pollard is every time that sucker goes out he's there. He's the redfish king. He is pulling out 
freaking his monsters. Well, talking about Captain Jim, also Brandon, I got to give a big shout out to Brandon, brother. I love you. Brandon actually got his Hi, captain's Brandon. license. Hi, his, his, his deckhand. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's he's got his captain's license now. I don't know uh, who that is. You've met Brandon. Shut up. No, I don't. Brandon I have no so, hey, Brandon, congratulations for getting that license, man. Good for you. And he's, he's slaying the redfish, too. Well, yeah, he's been following Jim <laughs> well, around for five years. Of course. Of course he knows where they are. So, but now, is he still being first mate for Jim? Yeah, he'll still, he'll still work with Jim. Yeah, of course. Until he gets a little older, gets until, a little more. Well, until Big Daddy Sport Fishing you know, kind of branches out and has two boats. There you go. See, that's how it well, works, Bill George. You know, one of the things they were talking about when all the people were trying to keep the um, trout, redfish, and snook closed was how the number of charter captains or guides has just blown up exponentially out there. You know. Well, you, you cannot drive by the C-School on 4th Street and the parking yeah. lot not be full every single night. It is crazy. I now, maybe let's just say half those people are in there getting their uh, their captain's license. And the other half maybe getting a fresher course or you know something else or taking a boater safety course or something like that. If you did that every week, let's just say 10 people, uh, you know, a week. I don't know how long. Like, what is it? Six weeks is the course? Uh, yeah. Something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, six. So um, you get the six-pack done, and boom, you got your uh, captain's license. And and what I don't like about that is, and I know this is going to make some people mad, is that the more and more people that get captain's licenses – if you do it and you pay the yearly fee or whatever it is that you need to do to keep and acquire your captain's license, let's not forget everybody that is on your boat is now exempt from owning a saltwater fishing license because they're exempt from it. So if Vince goes and gets his license, anytime he takes friends and family and everybody they don't out need and to all worry that about stuff, one. well, then everybody, friends and family, they don't have true. to buy one. That is true. So, in a way, the more captains that you have out there that are flinging lead out into the water, the less people are going to be buying saltwater fishing licenses. All right. What about this, though? You got the people out there. How many, You said that parking lot's packed when you go to the school. Yes. How many of those people actually have 300 hours of water time? Well, that's what I'm saying. I, half. Of, let's just say that it's half the people that are out there what, what do you getting need their licenses. hours for? To get your captain's license. <clears throat> you got to have 300 logged hours. Were you not listening I've to the show? I spent more time than that in a shower. <laughs> Bill. What, what you do what, in the shower is a whole What is show. the legal definition of water time? Riding, being on a boat with a captain, being on the water. So if you're on for eight hours a day, like like Brandon was, eight to 12 hours a day, I mean, he's going to rack them up quick. And they usually do. <clears throat> but what I'm saying, you're not getting what I'm saying, are you? I'm getting, yeah. If I'm a captain and I bring my friends, they don't have to buy a license. Then, uh, nobody does. And the state of Florida loses money. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I said that uh, even, even if you're, it should be required that even if you do that, you should go get a, a smaller day pass or whatever it is that you have to purchase online. We talked about that, you know, on the show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there's too many people that they come down here. You get clients that come every single year over and over and over and over again. And they're exempt under the under the captain's license. True. And I think that the state of Florida is truly missing out. As the more and more people go, well, that way I don't have to buy a license anymore. And my wife doesn't have to get one. Hold and I don't on. Get this one for is my coming kids. from one of the cheapest guys I know. What if I could get it for free, I'm going to get it for free. But now I'm going to. What do I ever get for free? Anything you want. No, 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 no. No, that's not true. Okay, well, you don't get everything for free. But let's face it, you are cheap. No. 
I'm not <laughs> You're cheap. such a liar. <laughs> How am I cheap? R- Diego, is he cheap? Show me, show me one, show me one thing that I've ever purchased in my life that's cheap. Oh, don't even put me in that. Court. I don't know what you buy. I just know you. He doesn't have the fact. It's just kind of like the uh, no the water. No, you know, this the, is coming the, from the guy the who doesn't that, want to go that, anywhere. That's flowing against current to come up here. You know, that's right. Fine. Uh, it's time for a break yet. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's uh, <laughs> it just. Why, why, why do it? Uh, why even get a lifetime license? Why even do that kind of thing? Just uh, go get your captain's license, and you're good to go for uh, whatever. You pay your because yearly fee, that's and that's not you go cheap either. It. But you do it every year, and then every once in a while, if you take one or two clients, somebody at work, and go, hey, I'll take you out. I'll take two or four, four or five people out, and it covers your license fee for the year. Hey, listen, I'm just right. saying. Talking okay. to, I, I have purchased a license before. Just so I spent two hundred and fifty dollars on a state license, just so that I could be a quote stakeholder in the process. You a true did. stakeholder. A true stakeholder, because I have a license now. You can't tell me I don't have a voice in this, because I paid two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> and I got a voice now. That's right. You have a voice no matter what. Whatever the FWC does, you're going to be there anyways. So you know good and well. Yes. Well, when we come back from break, we'll talk a little bit more about. What's open, what's closed, what's going on. And it's nice to know that everybody made it through Memorial Weekend unscathed. There were a few uh, well, boat sinkings and jet ski incidents and things like that, but that's to be expected each and every time there's a three or four day weekend. Well, some of us came out of it okay. Yeah. <laughs> some yeah. of us not so much. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We are the Bigger Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for getting up early and hanging out with us this morning. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, and uh, Bill George in the studio along with Diego. Hanging out with you. If you got a question or comment or anything, you know you're always welcome to call it. 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. If you have uh, anything that you'd like to uh, ask us, you go right ahead. It's okay. We're not afraid. It'll be all right. <laughs> if you want to get out and get on the water, go out there. Uh, do yourself a favor and... Uh, get out, go do some fishing, and catch you some fish. That's what I'm saying. Now that it's all open, 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 and Red Snapper opened up, what, yesterday? Yes, sir. There's uh, a cabillion boats heading offshore, getting out there, getting her done. So we'll have a nice influx of fresh fish coming into uh, markets and restaurants around the area, I'm sure. And there'll probably be lots and lots of folks out there putting them on the grill, bringing them home, putting them in a pan. It'll be all good. It'll be delicious. Yeah. I cannot wait. I'm going red fish, red snapper fishing next Saturday. Saturday? Yes, sir. Is it red Are fish or red snapper? Red snapper. I'm going for red fish and red snapper. Red, red, red fish. fish first. Uh-huh. And then red snapper. Okay. Yeah. Well, why so. would you do that? You live in Florida. Did why you just not? move here? Why not? 
If you're gonna you go know why? Offshore, because I can't. If you're gonna go offshore, you go offshore early. And We're probably then, gonna go offshore early, and then you come back in towards shore in the afternoon to do your redfish. You know, when the storms we are, come rolling in. We are in probably gonna be leaving dock about four a.m. Yeah, that's well, yeah. That'd be I, the smart way to do it. I can tell you, I passed a lot of boats coming in here today. <laughs> From Zephyr Hills of all the course. way down the interstate, boat after boat after boat, headed towards the coast. Of course. Well, it's free fishing weekend for saltwater today, so you have today and tomorrow. So you don't need a license to go out and do it. Uh, it was it was funny. I brought it up a little second ago about how many licenses we sold this past week. And at the bottom of the page at the FWC, uh, people who came in yesterday to purchase their licenses, they would say, at the bottom it would say, you know, it's a free fishing weekend in the state of Florida for saltwater. Are you sure you want to complete this transaction? You gotta be kidding me. No, it would say it at the bottom. It would pop up, and so I would okay. tell people, "Do you want the license to start on Monday?" Because you know it's basically kind of useless to start. You know, today on the fourth, when you could, you know, just start it on the seventh, and you'll be fine. They're like, "Yeah, let's just do that." So I just start everything on the seventh. But why? It doesn't make a difference. It's the same price. If you started, yeah, but yeah, it but ends uh, 365 days later. So, yeah. so you'd if have you delay the start, you get a couple more all days right, before go. it expires. Yeah, you get a free fishing weekend before it expires, and it's all good, <laughs> whatever. In reality, it would have been better to do it on the Friday before the weekend, and that way you get the last weekend before you have to renew your license on Monday. That's the way it is. <laughs> yeah. So well, you're, you, you know what? You're pretty smart. Yeah, that's why I buy good things. So anyway. <laughs> So uh, there's plenty of fishing that's going to be going on this weekend. I know there's a lot of uh, people who've been cooked up and pandemic ready to get out, get in the, get out on the water and do their things. And if the uh, boating industry was any example, uh, last weekend is doing extremely well, and people are pretty much sick and tired of uh, wearing the masks. And oh, I'm so happy. I just. I hate to be that Debbie Downer type of person, but every boat that I saw about go by and all that stuff, I'd always look at those people, <clears throat> and you'd see, you know, happy frolicking people out there and posts all over, you know, uh, social media, out at the sandbar, you know, got the you know red solo cup, and they got their little yetis and all that stuff <laughs> out having a good old time. And I'm thinking, how many of those people chewed out somebody in the grocery store for not wearing a mask? How many of those people were on their oh, social half were on their social media posts, you know, calling Wait. me or you uh, uh, total, um, a total, complete moron Let for me not ask wearing you, a mask? Were half of those people thirty and under? Listen, a lot of them. Okay, so were probably the half of those thirty and under. I would say half of them, of those, were probably the ones yelling at people. So now you're down to a quarter, pretty much. Well, okay, but you know, it's just one of those. You're right, though. Just one of those things. How my mind works. I'm just looking, going, you know. Two weeks ago, you would have been calling somebody a uh, hypocrite or a uh, murderer or anything else. Uh, they would do it anyways, and then you'd see them out at a restaurant or a bar, and they're doing the same thing. We're having so much fun. <laughs> Dumbass, take uh, the mask off. I don't do bars, so I wouldn't see them there. But restaurants, yes, I would be there for that. Bill George, you, maskless, up in Pennsylvania. I have to bring it up. <clears throat> doing your little guide thing out there. It was nice to see you... Uh, Gave up the reins and let Mr. George Schneider get out there and kill a couple of turkeys. Good well, for you. I did get to go sit with him for, for one. I turned around and had seen a turkey out there and uh, 
number of different times, took him out there, got him set up. He, he'd gone in. I tried putting him in, but he had heard the bird but didn't get him killed the first time. And so next morning I went out with him, and we went out there, sat down. And let me tell you, I I sat there and would call periodically, never heard a gobble. It was It was not the best day, but never heard a gobble. And then all of a sudden, I was saying, I hadn't called in a while. Let me get, let me turn around and make a call. And all of a sudden, I start hearing a cluck. And I'm on one side of the tree. George is on the other. And it sounded like the turkey was sitting in George's lap on the other side of the tree. I'm like, oh, no, this thing's close. And did that clucking for a little bit. I'm like, I sure hope George can see it. I mean, it's <laughs> it's close, close, because my hearing's terrible right now. And next thing you know, George shoots, and I turn around, I look, and there's a Jake still standing there. And I'm like, uh, did you shoot a hen? <laughs> he, <laughs> or did like, you miss? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, but he had, he had gotten a nice long beard that looked like it had been beat up. That one, the first one he got, half the tail fan was missing. And you could literally, you know, when he held the turkey up to take the picture, he was looking through a section of missing feathers. Yeah, I saw that. Lord. Yeah, he, that so, boy got a pretty good butt with it. So he turned around and did that, and then the next day he went out there, sat all morning in the rain, nothing, and then in the evening time he went back out there and got his second bird, and maybe it was the one that was kicking that other bird's. But it was about the same size. So Well, is that, was it late in the season, or was it the beginning of the season when you guys went up there? This, this was the very last of the season. Yeah, so he'd probably been whooped up a couple of times if it was towards the end of the season. So you guys are done all of the gun, but Pennsylvania's out of this picture for a while? Uh, yeah, turkey hunting. Maine is still in. We could go up to Maine. If we want to fly up to Maine for the weekend, we can We can get a little bit of turkey hunting left. Why, why would you go up there? It's just nothing but big old Easterns up there, too. It's... It, it's I'm pretty not much done. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Well, plus you got to deal with the bears. <clears throat> oh. Wow, that was loud. That is loud. Oh, they don't have the. Uh, they don't have it on the produ- They have it on producer in here, because you know during the week, you know uh, the other you, shows. You know, yeah, yeah, the other shows are in here. But I was going to say that uh, with our bear population uh, now exploding into Pinellas County uh, this oh, past insane. week. That, uh, I just thought it was so humorous, man, that it just made the news every single night this oh, past yeah. week. No, no, no. Every These are night. the same people that <laughs> wanted to see bears everywhere in the state of Florida that it was so opposed to a bear and, and hunt. now it's in our backyard. Oh, my gosh. we got to turn around and keep everybody locked in their houses. Yeah. Shut down. Shut down the parks. It's the end of the world. There's, oh a, bear. There's a bear in existence. What do you think these a young people bear too. in the country have to deal with constantly? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those ones where uh, I first saw the story. And it, it, it coincided with the 17-year-old girl who ran out on the back porch and pushed the mama bear off the wall. Did you see that one? No. Where was that? That was out in, uh, like, California or somewhere where uh, – there was a bear, a mama bear, and two cubs, and she, she was walking along the wall. They have a concrete wall, and it was walking along the wall in the backyard. And, of course, she had like four or five yap dogs and one medium-sized dog, and they go running out there, and they're all, run, 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 run. 
Of course, the mama bear immediately starts swatting downwards as the cubs scramble back from where they came from. So she's just trying to keep them from getting around the cubs. And this 17-year-old girl comes running out of the house screaming, and she doesn't think, she doesn't do anything. She just runs at the bear and literally pushes it off the wall. Wow. Just like push it off the wall. The bear falls off the wall. She grabs all the dogs and scrambles back in the house. And then you see the bear, boink, pop back up onto the wall and then, you know, kind of mill around a bit and then go back and look for its cubs. And I said, you got a 17-year-old girl who pushes a 300-something pound mama bear off the wall and we got a 180-pound black bear running around at Phillippe Park and all of a sudden it's shut down the county. Shut it down. That's a good park to be running around, too. It's a huge park. It's a beautiful park. But, you know, really, what are you going to do? The, the thing is, they tell the people in the country, you can shoot them with slingshots, you can shoot them with paintballs, you can shoot them with this. You, you know, there's all these things to harass the bear to try to get it to leave your little area that you're trying to hold on as your homestead. But, man, don't engage with the bear in the city. I mean, it's like they should take the same pamphlet they give that guy who keeps having his chicken coop tore up. To the Marison in Felipe Park that says, hey, here's how you live with bears. Yeah, you just you drive around with your windows half cracked and throw them a peanut butter <laughs> and jelly scared. sandwich. Look at that. Look at there, Harold. There he is right there. It's all good. But, uh, no, they're not going to do that. And I don't know. It's one of those things where uh, I just found it extremely humorous that uh, the bear was front page news uh, for the entire week. And now it's back in again because apparently somebody else had, has, has seen it, you know, cutting through a hey, yard. I or want something. that bear well, to come to Pinellas Park. <laughs> yeah, if it makes it to Pinellas Park, <laughs> no, no. he deserves a medal. They yes. turned around and the bear supposedly left because somebody saw somewhere one somewhere else. Maybe there's more than one. Oh, no. no. Oh, my gosh. We can't have that. It's the end of the world. <laughs> Can you pot this guy up? Can you do it? I can. Denny, are you there? Denny? Bueller. I hear somebody. Denny! Can't listen to the radio. You got to listen to the Down phone. Here, can you hear me? Yeah, I can barely hear you. Hey. Hey, what's going on, man? You got to turn down the radio. You have to listen to us on the phone. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be about 30 seconds All right, behind. I got it. Time to drive, headed to work. Listen, I just wanted to tell you guys. I got it off now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I just wanted to tell you guys thank you for uh, my wife met Brooksy this last week, and she bought a truck from Brandon Ford, and she had a great experience. She did it all by herself um, without me involved, and she was very excited about the experience she had, and uh, just wanted to tell you guys thank you for everything. Oh, that's awesome. Did you get a free hog hunt out of it? No. No. <laughs> uh, she, she she's not that pushy. I would have if I would ask for anything you can get. All they can say all they can say is no. That's right. uh, Maybe you're getting it for Father's Day or something. Yeah, know. you know. Yeah, hey, hey, I'll take it. You know, yeah, she had a good time. We talked about going uh, after work when I got off work, and I called her. I said, "Look, she she bought a four wheel drive Tacoma used truck," and I said, "Look, I'll check some stuff out when I get off work." So I called her. About two o'clock, and said, "Hey, I'll be off about five thirty. I'll see you, and we'll look at the truck." She's like, "Okay, we can come look at it at home. It's already in the driveway." Ah, <laughs> good for her. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Well, yeah, yeah, man. So she had a great time. So I just wanted to thank you guys, and uh, you know, I've listened to your show when I can, and uh, you guys are awesome. No, thank you. Uh, while you're, are you out driving around now? 
Yeah, I just uh, I'm headed to work myself this morning. Are you over by Phil- Philippi Park at all? Have you seen any bears on the side of the road or anything? <laughs> no, 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 nowhere near that. No, Thought I'm maybe... traveling north on. I'm traveling north on 75. There's a bunch of goofy people in the cars. Oh, you might see some hogs on the side of the road, and uh, you know it's it's all good. We we would we would like to have a bear report, but it, it's okay. We, we yeah, do, unfortunately, uh, I can't help you with that one today. Yeah, we're trying to help the FWC narrow it down where it could possibly be. You know, like maybe on a roof somewhere, like or, state yeah, of Florida. Good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> top of a tree or whatever. Well, congratulations on your new uh, vehicle, and uh, you know, let's hope she never has to use that four wheel drive without you. Yeah, I hope not, brother. Well, I just want to say thank you and uh, enjoy your show. Thank All you, right. thank, thank you, you, Danny. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it, man. Have a great weekend. Uh, I, Brooksy, of course, anytime I ever go over there and see him, I always tell people, go over and see Brooksy and then, uh, volunteer to go help him out on a hog hunt. See what uh, he says. I've, I've purchased two cars from Brandon Ford and I'll tell you what, best, best, best cars ever. Best experience. Brandon Ford's the place to go. Oh, it is. It always is a good one. And, uh, of course they sponsor the show too, so it's always good. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford and Mr. Brooksy Hall. And we'll be right back. Hi, it is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, uh, Bill George back from Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, Pennsylvania. And uh, Diego here in the studio. Talk a little uh, bear stuff going on. Are there any more rumblings about uh, uh, bear season coming up now that we have all these bear encounters now on the increase? Bill George? There is discussions in the background. There's a number of people that are pushing. Really, the bear hunt is a political thing. Yes, it is. So it's trying to time it with having the right commissioners up there. FWC got the living daylights pounded out of it. Um, There's a lot of people just soon, they threw in the towel. They're like, we couldn't care less if there was another bear hunt. Let people get eaten, you know. Um, Sure. You know, because that's that's about what it took to get it on the table to begin with. Unfortunately, the first time out, it went, um, it was pushed too fast through. Um, I I told you it was going to happen, and boom, it happened, and it happened quick. Um, but the, in, but in retrospect, it was done correctly. They did a tag system. They did a lottery system, and it was done it in was what? Not a lottery. Forty-eight hours. It was not a lottery. First come, first serve. Whatever it was, it, but it was done, and it was accomplished, and it was done the way they said it was going Correct. to happen. Correct. Just because they went over in numbers by a few, uh, because of the uh, check-in and people coming in late. How is that the FWC's but, fault but, or anybody else? But the else's? thing is, it the thing be. is, it was no. very chaotic um, in the sense of how quick it went. When it happens another time, you'll see a true drawing type like thing. You'll you'll see something where it's not open to everybody who wants to buy a license. It'll probably start up in the Panhandle area, where you have a a very solid group of county commissioners and everybody else who understand the bear issue they have 
and they'll go through and they'll start it there where community-wise there's tremendous support for it. Get it going there and then eventually look to expand it out to the rest of the state. Um, I guess we can add Pinellas County to that list as well. Well, do you have anything to give away to any of your listeners? Like anything? Because we need to get a your listeners. In, of, yeah, man. Get them involved. Let's go find the bear and uh, uh, yeah. do a bear sighting in Pinellas County. Right. Yeah, sure. That's all we need. Free hamburger Listen, for the guy who gets a uh, boo-boo. I, or, I remember, or, or, I remember or, you talking about the days of going and doing a pe- peacock hunt and, uh, you know, God, those How many people pain were upset dude. that you were doing a peacock? Oh hunt. yeah, we got confronted on the on a road. Uh, I think uh, Lester McDowell was getting ready to do fisticuffs right there in the <laughs> middle of the street. Uh, You're not gonna get out of here and take yeah. our peacocks. I was like, uh, they're non-native species and they don't belong to you, man. And, and you know so, what? They're a pain in the you know what? Yes, they are. They're loud. They're but, dirty, and they're kind of mean. So well, they get very territorial. But uh, that's with any critter that lives out there long enough. I mean, you don't have any peacock claws buried in your truck somewhere. <laughs> not, 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 not where George I, I lives. I might have a feather. I might have a feather <laughs> somewhere out there. But you know, I will say that uh, at least people are talking about it. And the other one too is uh, when we made we made mention of it on the show, and I guess a lot more people uh, that were listening to the show took to social media and brought up the subject of the Goliath grouper tag. And I, there's a, there's actually more excitement out there in the fishing community than I would have assumed that there would be. That's the smartest well, thing they could ever do. I, yeah. I, it was amazing how many divers and uh, fishermen and all that stuff were actually excited about uh, the opportunity well, to no, apply for a tag. What they were given was a glimmer of hope. That, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. They've, they've <laughs> had the desire they just had no glimmer of hope, and what you just did was like give them a glimmer of hope that right. it might happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I know that that one's still, you know, being debated but, behind closed doors you know, as well. Just, just like the bears, you know, I, I think there's a lot more bears than what people had originally anticipated, and that's one of the reasons why the bear hunt went as quick as it did. That. And everybody had personal bears in which they were completely frustrated with yep. that they were not able to do anything about. And then all of a sudden you give them a license and they didn't take out a bear that was out in the woods. They took out the bear that took out their chicken coop three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what about the little old lady who's going to feed the bear because he's so cute? Well, Which is illegal. It is or, illegal. Or is it illegal to feed squirrels? Uh, technically, kind of intentionally, it is. Yeah. yeah, intentionally. If they get sandhill cranes too. If you get up on your bird feeder, it's a little different. But uh, if you're out there in the park, you know, here, little nutty, come here, now, buddy, come here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's supposed to be a no no. Unless it's you have names a, for them. A no, oh, no. You can, if you name them, it's If you okay. name them, you can feed them. Now, what, if, what if you feel like you're going to get jacked by the squirrels when you walk by them because you don't have a peanut? Yeah. <laughs> that, they give you that look, that dead eye look, you know, of a great white shark. You're bringing nuts in here, man. Uh, now, So I got to ask you this one. I got a, I got a little letter, an email from uh, the FWC about the uh, Snook Symposium 2021. Did you get that one at all? I have not. been so. Did you out get of one, touch? Vince? Not yet. You didn't. You didn't get one. No, my my brother Random got a a survey. You know, it was a snook survey. No, this one is uh, this one here. This is what it says. It says, "Please join us for a day long public discussion about snook research and management in Florida, including a stock assessment update." 
discussions about the importance of habitat, information and efforts to improve water quality, and updates on conservation and restoration efforts. It's happening on June 30th at the Carib Royale World Center Drive in Orlando. It's going to be happening there. Uh, space is limited, so if you'd like to go, you have to go to register online at myfwc.com forward slash snook 2021. Why don't you go? What day is that? It's June 30th. What day is that on? My mother's birthday. Why do they so always do so these things on a Wednesday? It's being out there in the middle of uh, Orlando, uh, out there at World Center. Don't call me out on that when you know New Orleans is calling. You know the rules. What? What the? Why would you do that? Listen. Listen, I am listening. You're not going on the 30th to New Orleans. Do you don't know that? I do. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. Wah, wah. But anyway, what I'm saying is uh, they sent this little text to me. I'll and bet, I was, I was just wondering how, I was just wondering how many other people are actually going to uh, get the uh, newsletter. I don't That's know if surprising. I was. Part of, I was. I don't know if I'm just part of the select few. It just kills me that they always do this stuff in the middle of the week where the average guy can't go. Yeah. Well, what is June thirtieth? What's it's that a Wednesday. on? It's a Wednesday. Yeah. What do you mean the average guy can't go? You well, can I take, got a job. Do you have, have vacations? I am a do general manager vacation? of a manufacturing company. I just can't go poof and leave. No, no poof. This is June thirtieth. This is like a long time out. You want me to take vacation <laughs> day for that? If it's important, I don't to have you. vacation days. It's not it's that a, long. It, the thing is, all the other people who have uh, interest in it, like uh, the ones that want to keep it closed to you, they have no problem taking a day off. So anyway, if you, I don't know if I uh, when I I broke the rules by talking about it on the radio because I don't know if this was supposed to be a super secret uh, you know members only uh, type of thing. A good old boy club. But uh, uh, we'll have to see. I mean, it's nice to know that they're going to do it, but for an entire day, I don't know how they're going to do it because the way they're looking at it is it's more of a I don't know the difference between a symposium and a uh, fishing game. Uh, commission meeting. Is there a difference? I mean, yes. do you still have three minutes, or do you get to get up there and? It's talk however for they want to write. It may be. It may be more line along the line of when you went to the grouper meeting where they did a little presentation and then they took questions and answers. So it's going to be a you know what show, right? Oh, it could be. But <clears throat> I do have some dates to give you. I know it's a little far out, but I'm going to give them to you when we come back a break. As far as when I'm going to be out next. Okay. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by uh, Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be back. Vince Noble filling in for Jonathan, who's up in Bluntstown, killing Porky, maybe repairing a few feeders because of the black bears. And then, of course, Bill George is back from Pennsylvania, so he's here back in his little hot seat over there. Uh, Before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, what everybody else is talking about. Um, Seems to be bears and fish these days. 
And I thought it was interesting that after the Memorial Weekend, uh, it seems that more people discovered that, <gasps> lo and behold, if you're in saltwater, there, there are possibly sharks there. No. Yeah. They, There's they, sharks at the beach? They may live there. I Come don't know. On. I, I just, you know. You have to do the test. You know the test. I know the test. You know, if you stick your finger in the no, water. No, 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 wait. There's a, there's, a, there's a step to it. There is. You got to feel the current right. on your shins a little bit. Uh-huh. It, See shifts, it's moving. it shifts left and right. Right. Then you put your finger in the water. Then you taste the water. And if it's salty, guess what, Einstein? There's freaking there, sharks in the water. There's sharks out there. <laughs> I always love it. Now that uh, there was somebody who did a drone footage thing over uh, the one of the sandbars that everybody hangs out on with their red Solo cups and their big old boats, and they were shocked, shocked <laughs> at the amount of sharks that were swimming out beyond, you know, amongst the swimmers and around the boats and all that kind of stuff. Not that they were around people that were floating in the water and peeing out there, you know, while they were <laughs> sipping on rum and coke. They were, you know, outside the little perimeter swimming around. Nowhere really near where those people were, but uh, for the most part, for the most for the most part, they uh, they actually, um, you know, they were there and they were far away, and yet somehow they assumed that they would leap fifty five <laughs> feet and take them out of the. The realm well, of human uh, interaction. Well, you know that little sandbar right off of Pinellas Point? Right. right there where a lot of people hang out? Yes. 20 yards off of that sandbar, that's where Captain Jim caught his, I think, 20, I want to say 22-foot hammerhead right off of that little sandbar. I'm sure. But they're out there having a great old time. Yeah, there's kids swimming out there. There's everybody having a good time. I mean, look at the, see the people in Pensacola were on their rafts floating around, and all of a sudden, you know, two, three Hammerheads are underneath them. Dude, I flip out if I was on a raft. Well, well, as long as you don't have things dangling and uh, you know you're not thrashing around, they'll come up and they'll give you a kind of a look. Everybody remembers the the footage. You remember the one where uh, somebody shot it from a big condo? They were out on there and uh, there was yeah, a yeah, woman yeah. swimming. Yep. And you see the shark. They're like shark, shark. And he's you know he swims and he kind of goes by her and he takes a look at her and she's I mean she's swim swimming, you know uh, American crawl, Australian crawl, bam 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 swimming along. And he kind of gave her a little, uh, you know, a little hidey high, and then uh, went right on his way. I want to know: Is old Hitler still around? Well, of course he is. I mean, the legend's still alive. Sure, he is. With locals, yes. <laughs> I want to go find that shark. Well, we've been what trying to want, find him since nineteen sixty. Whatever. Because what do you got to do? I want to make. I just want to see him for the same reason. Catch I Catch and release, shoot, baby. Same reason I want to shoot a Sasquatch. Right. Hey, they're getting ready I for. Actually, uh, I actually kind of know a Sasquatch. They're, they're getting ready for the great big Bigfoot uh, weekend up in uh, rural Pennsylvania. This uh, it may be this coming weekend. Here. Oh yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think that they, uh, I think the uh, the big hunt that was going to happen over in Tejas, I think it got shut down. I think that they uh, got enough complainers to where they uh, they did away with it. It was great publicity while they had it, but uh, I think. That was probably the end result was going to happen anyway, that they were going to do that kind of thing. But just, of course, when you get these kind of stories every year, all of a sudden everybody starts running, uh, you know, what to look for when you're when you're out and you're out uh, in, the, in the salt water where there possibly could be a shark. I don't know. Listen, fins? Listen, if you're in the salt <laughs> water, a good one? sharks are always a possibility, and it doesn't matter where you are, Tampa Bay, not not excluded, you know. There's actually some very large sharks that come up in Tampa Bay, but stingrays, 
I mean, as soon as you turn around and get wading out there in the water, stingrays are probably get more people than sharks. Yeah, but stingrays are the very one one of the main reasons why the sharks are here. That's <laughs> one of their main food sources, I mean, and they if you have a plethora of uh, stingrays out there. Uh, n- not cow nose rays, but lay on the bottom type stingrays, you know, mud rays, if you want to call them. Uh, those those go hand in hand with sharks. Well, they if you look at the hammerhead, from- every time you look at a hammerhead at their mouth, they got stingers from the stingrays. That's their one of their favorite foods. Yeah, they get down on the bottom. That's why they have all that radar on their head. Cut them up. Tear them up. Eat them up, man. Yeah, they get the Come treatment, up. man. You know, the stingrays last act of defiance, man. You know, they're going to go out swinging. You know what he says when he eats one? Tastes just like flounder. Maybe. Nah. I don't know. Wah, wah. I, but, that was terrible, Bill. <laughs> you know, you always hear the ones, you know, look for bait jumping. Look for uh, balls of bait, uh, you know, scattering and things like this. And I'm going, no. dude, you can't do that. It, it could be ladyfish out there hitting those things. It could be trout, redfish. I could snook. Uh, it could be anything. It could be Hey. Mullet leap all the time. Oh, fish jumped. That means there's a shark over there, Martha. Get out of the water. No, stupid. It's a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just a, it's just, I think that they, uh, it's a general rule. And then, of course, you know, my term, of course, bull shark 30, that is the golden I said that rule. The other day. Is the golden rule for everybody that, uh, you know, if it's dusky or dawny, and, and I always tell people when you can't, when you get that gray reflection on the top of the water, it's time to go. It's time to get out of the water and get the kids out of the water and start thinking about heading home. We went down to the beach the other day at night, watching the sunset, just hanging out. Yeah. And you can see all the tourists. Oh, look at the water. It's so pretty. The sun's so pretty. Splashy, splashy, splashy. Yeah. Bullshark like 30. Dun, 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 now, not dun, to say dun, that dun, 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 there hadn't been times <laughs> where I hadn't maybe gone out and done a little night surfing, uh, you know, off Sunset Beach. But that's after the like sun that. goes down. Yeah. It's okay then. And you're out there in the dark, and you're on a surfboard, and you're lit up, and you're moving. And, you know, I I know that there were probably things out there swimming around to check me out. But, you know, what can you do? If I couldn't do, do it. it My brain starts care. to, <laughs> start to <laughs> turn. Yeah. Like, well, What is underneath me right now? We had a few people that would go with us, and they were bravey braversons until they got in the lineup. And then all of a sudden, you know. Their piece of grass or something would hit them on the foot or something oh, and be like, oh, oh, yeah, gonna, something hit me, something <laughs> hit my foot. Uh, I'm going to go in for a while later. You know, it's like, hey, go, you know, what can you do? It's, have you ever it, got bumped that night? I've never got, I have never, I have never been bumped by a shark. I've had them swim by. I've had them get really close. I've had the swirl of the water hit my thigh or my a calf. Yeah, when they come in, usually a bonnet head or something, right. when they come in and you can feel the little you feel the little swirl, you know, go by your leg and you look down and you see that tail going away and you're like, all right now. And you just dig your toes down in the mud because that's a little close. I don't want them to think my little piggies might be a shrimp or something, <laughs> you know, and lose a toe. Well, uh, I told you the one time I was out on Indian Rocks Beach, it was early in the morning. Now, I didn't want to have a bait bucket with me, so you know, my my brilliant self, I put the shrimp in my pocket. Sure, there you go. <laughs> I'm like I didn't want to have I didn't want to have fish on me, but let me put shrimp in my pocket. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm I'm watching, I'm fishing. All of a sudden, the corner of my eye, I see water moving. I'm like, oh crap! Something's coming at me. It's moving pretty quick. Switch the pole, grab the knife. I got my knife in my hand. I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. This thing's coming up closer, closer. I got my arm up. I'm getting ready to go down. Manatee. 
I'm like, you SOB. Yeah, you just scared the crap out of me. Now they, I have had them. I have uh, walked amongst them while they were sleeping, and when they wake up, it's a, it is very. Uh, you startle them. They're all you, all you can do is kind of go. Ah! <laughs> <And> just kind of <laughs> tuck your arms in and go. Here it comes. They're Animal. strong. They are a strong animal. People don't realize it. But uh, I've never, I've seen them. I've had them swim by me before. Uh, the last encounter, uh, my brother and I and my son were out fishing over here off of uh, the north side of Gandy. We were out wading out, trying to get past the, the little channel there to get over onto the flats. We were working our way down towards the west, and I had just hooked a stingray, and um let it go, and it was bleeding, and it was swimming off. Mm-hmm. And about 30 seconds later, I see, you know, the fin. You know, it's probably about 15 feet in front of me. little bull shark, maybe five foot, you know, going by. Juvenile. Yeah, you know, he, he's cruising by, and I look out, and I go, I go, Bart. And he's like, yeah, I go, tax man's visiting. He goes, where is he at? I go, right here, and I'm pointing my rod. He goes, okay, I got him. You know, so he sees him, and I, he was kind of going his way. And so I just kept fishing, you know, kept walking and fishing. And I, I turned around to talk to my son. I was like, B, you want to move? B. And he's gone. Uh, he was up all the over by the shore standing about ankle deep water cast. And I was like, what are you doing over there? He goes, oh, I thought I'd come over here and fish the shallows for a while. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get, get out of there for a while. And I was like, come on back out here, man. He's not going to bother you. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm thinking little, little B. He, little B ain't so little anymore. So I'm like, what are yeah, you worried about? I mean, that? he was still a little. It was up to his chest. Oof. And we were probably up to our navels, okay. so you know it was a little different. But I saw one of the coolest things the other night um, over on you know where um, Morton Plant Hospital is. Yes, you go down Jeffords to the water. Yes, I, I first I saw it. We're like, what is that? It was a dolphin, and I thought it was dragging something. So I'm like, right, I'm gonna get in the water and go save the dolphin. And I'm watching. And all of a sudden, you see the little baby. Mama was actually. It was so cool that you could see the mom teaching the little baby how to swim. And how to chase fish. It must have been just born then. It must yeah. have been pretty, pretty young. Because they were circling. You know, she was doing the circle. And then she would take off straight. And the little baby would take off straight. And then they'd come back in shore and do the circle. And, you know, like they were doing a figure eight. It was just the cool, one of the coolest things I've ever Did seen. Did you yell at them? No, I just stood there and watched them. You didn't say, stay away from Fort DeSoto. No. You didn't give them a warning? No. Oh. No. Maybe you should have. No, they're northern. They're northern dolphins. <laughs> they don't go down that no. far. Sure, they don't. They don't. They don't go hit the south side. Yeah, they live in their own little pool. They don't go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> <Are you laughs> drunk. You're so I'm drunk. drunk. Well, yeah, I know. Well, That's that was last I, weekend. I always enjoy it. I don't mind that. I always enjoyed seeing the shark if it swam by me. I always enjoyed seeing this giant, enormous stingray, and you know, big giant blue crabs and things that are on the bottom. I may have stepped on a couple of few thousand, but uh, you know it's it's just part of going out and wade fishing. At the end of the day, we're in their house, and you have to respect their house. Sure, and, and that's it. That's just that's bottom line. And I, it's just like Easter. I've, I've never killed an eastern diamondback while I was out hunting or anything else like that. It, it's it's where it's supposed to be. It was nice enough to give me a warning. I'll go my way. And if I see a shark or a stingray or something, I'll, I'll just you know give him a little I, nudge with the rod tip or uh, you know go go the other way. It's I no have removed a few diamondbacks, uh, mostly where little ones are. You know, I don't I don't think uh, the little ones understand and react just the same way as adults do. I have removed a few from the woods at times, but by far, did you a lot eat more Have gotten a pass. Did than, you eat them? Yes. All right. Good. 
Now, I will go, I have gone on record many, many times. Water moccasins, pygmy rattlers? No. No, they don't get a pass. You don't, you don't waste a bullet on that. I don't get a pass. <laughs> no, you waste like pass. 10. No. <laughs> one good shotgun blast to the front, one to the middle, one to the back, just in case. Yep. Uh, it's all good. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. If you'd like to comment, call whatever, 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. Hour number two is right around the corner. Go get you some coffee. Relax. Sit back with us. We'll be here for two more hours. Hang out.